Welcome to everyone joining us listening today. I'm here with David Linden. We are talking about faith and politics. Uh, we are sitting in Victoria Gardens, I think it's called, uh, just under... Uh, that's, is that the Elizabeth Tower? It is the Victoria Tower. Victoria Tower, yeah. there you go. Uh, I should know these things as a historian. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so um, I just want to put a couple of questions to you, David. And um, um, But before I do... Just give a little bit of an introduction, yourself, party affili- affiliation, that kind of stuff. I think it's good for people to know. Yeah, um, so my name is David Linden. I'm the SNP MP for Glasgow East. Um, I was elected in 2017 in what was one of the worst uh, Westminster elections for the SNP. In fact, it was the worst election for the SNP in modern times at Westminster. Um, we lost 22 seats that night, and I was elected with a slender majority of just 75 as the only new SNP MP. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm a Christian. I've been a Christian for about 12 years now. Um, kind of came to came to faith after politics, uh, which uh-huh. is quite unusual. Um, and so I, I do kind of feel sometimes that uh, you know, w- winning by a majority of just 75 in a night when the rest of the party was having a terrible night probably wasn't <laughs> a coincidence. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've been here as an MP now for three years and still find it absolutely bizarre sitting in the shadow of this place. Um, yes. Kind of. I often feel like I have imposter syndrome because I'm not I'm not from a conventional political background. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I didn't go to university. I didn't study PPE. Um, I, you know, brought up a single parent in a council estate in Glasgow. Left school at 16. Did an apprenticeship, and lo and behold, I'm now. Uh, I've gone from living in the shadow of the Cranhill Water Tower to working in the shadow of Big Ben. So, oh, there you go, um, that's good. There, there's the title for the book. There you go, well, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Uh, I'm, I'm rather hoping that my career at Westminster will only be a chapter. Um, <laughs> I'm in the bizarre situation of, of doing a job where I, I wake up every morning going to work to try and put myself out of a job. True, um, true. So uh, I'm hoping that my, my Westminster years won't be too long. I, I won't reveal any bias on my side, but <laughs> I just say I hope that you're going to be around for a bit longer. Let's let's all, <laughs> all I'll say there. So, um, so so faith is obviously part of your journey, um, and um, so tell us a little bit how how your Christian faith has interacted with the person you are today. This is a really good question. I mean, I, so I, I came to faith when I was about 18, 19 years old. Um, and by that point, I was quite uh, kind of heavily involved in the SNP, the SNP Youth Wing. I was in the, the I think, the NEC of the party at the time. Um, and frankly, being a Christian would have been quite inconvenient. Um, and so I remember, you know, at the time, I think in 2008, there was this, this article written in the Telegraph because the SNP had just won the Glasgow by election. Um, and I had been at the time kind of responsible for shepherding around the, the first minister at the time and there was this article about this kind of young rising star in Glasgow East for the SNP David Linden, I remember thinking, I remember reading it at the time and thinking this, is, this will come back to haunt me <laughs> um, and then it was, it was kind of later after that that I, I kind of get saved born again um, and I think probably at that stage a few people in my party probably thought this, this guy's gone from being this promising rising star <laughs> to he now believes in God he believes in the virgin birth he believes that Jesus died on the cross and rose again this guy's mad <laughs> um, and so at that stage if, if I'm being honest Daniel I think my, my faith probably um, I, I put my faith first and I thought right well my politics is going to take a knock I, I, I didn't go into politics with a view to having a career out of it I mean uh-huh. I joined the SNP got involved with the SNP when I was 11 years old um, that was 2001. We, you know, if you wanted a career in politics, you didn't join the SNP in Scotland. Right. Um, so I, I'd never gone into this for a career. Um, 
and at that stage had I continued in my kind of trajectory with God not in the equation I'd probably have gone on to you know be able to stand for election and stuff um, but I, I decided that, that being a Christian was probably incompatible with being a politician um, and so I was quite happy to work in the back room as a staffer um, but didn't want to put myself in the, the, the public eye Fast forward several years with the referendum, I was still really involved um, running a campaign between East and Glasgow and the Western Isles. Um, anyway, we, get, we lose the referendum and it looks like we're going to do really well at Westminster in 2015. I remember a cabinet minister phoning me up um, saying we think you should stand in Glasgow East. I just remember thinking, absolutely no way am I standing <laughs> for election. I don't want to be at hustings and have people asking me uh, about my faith and uh-huh. you know, why. Because the reality is for, for the majority of my constituents you know you might be comfortable with the idea of people going to church but when you start drilling down to theology and asking them about yeah. you know, Jesus turning water into wine and do you really believe in, in yeah. these miracles well, yes I do um, I, I was a bit uh, probably alarmed with the idea of doing that so I said no I wouldn't stand in 2015 lo and behold the, the seat that I lived in and I'd probably won the selection for um, was won by a 10,000 majority uh, <laughs> And I thought, well, that's it, that, that ship sailed. Um, and then events transpired where the, the, the sitting MP couldn't stand again. And I had a bit more courage in 2017 and stood for election. And got in by that majority of 75 in that tough night. And, yeah, that, that's how I kind of always kind of do that, talk about that kind of intertwined journey of politics and, and faith. Yeah, that's really interestingly intertwined journey. And, and, and apologies to listeners, because I think that the, the most out-of-tune motorbike has just gone by. Um I'm interested just to drill down a little bit on those hustings. Did people quiz you about faith? No, they didn't. Um, and I think probably, to be honest, by, by that point, um, it wasn't a secret, the fact that I was a Christian. Right. Um, so, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't get asked any of those questions. Um, I do still occasionally, um, my, my constituents, I think, probably would prefer that I take a harder line on things. Um, so I, I remember in, in both the elections that I now stood in and won, um, you'd, you'd, you'd go and look at the table of spoiled papers and people saying that I wasn't you know, explicit enough on things like abortion and right, right. Um, some of the kind of moral issues. I think people would prefer that I was uh, had a, a much more black and white view on these uh-huh. things. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't please everybody all the time, I guess. No, 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 you can't. No, you can't, certainly. So... Here we are, it's November 2020, we were reminiscing for those easy days of Brexit. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what, how would you say your faith has served, hindered, etc. Um, you over this past Covid period? Um, I, I, th- I th- certainly think my faith has helped me, there's no doubt about that. Um, I mean, the analogy that I kind of constantly make to people about the COVID pandemic, uh, and I see this a lot in Parliament, is, you know, there are multiple crises at the moment. So you've got crises of the, you know, public health, you've got people dying as a result of this awful virus. Um, the economy's absolutely tanking, we're in recession, it's probably only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a, a lengthy, prolonged period of children out of school, the healthcare system's kind of at the point of almost being overwhelmed, hence why England's in another lockdown at the moment. Um, so the best analogy I can give is that in, in that building behind me it feels like a lot of people are running about as if the kitchen's on fire um, whereas as somebody who has a Christian faith I know that you know God is ultimately in control uh, take heart he's overcome the world and um, I, I'm fairly kind of measured about things and I know that this too will pass um, but I think I'm, I'm helped by that in knowing that you know I don't have to deal with all this and, and there's a lot of people in the building behind me who Quite understandably, you know, 
where is a kind of badge of honour that people have elected them to lead. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that that is the case. Um, but I think sometimes people in the building behind me rely on themselves, yeah. whereas I rely on God to, to get okay. me through the course of the day. That's interesting, because I would say my experience of being outside the building, but certainly relating into Whitehall, is that there was a heck of a lot of running on the spot at the start in March, even before, because the nature of our work is we're working with the health department. It felt like it got a bit that way again last week. When there's all that running on the spot, all that kind of energy, and um, have you been able to kind of tap into those things you've said? Have you have you have you stood aside? Have you prayed? Have you yeah. just um, kind of thought, well, heck? I, I'm quite fortunate so far as you know, in Parliament that there is a, a fairly strong um, what I would call kind of Christian caucus um, made up of, of MPs from. from Every party. I mean, some of my some of my closest friends in a Christian context in this place are people with whom I would have the biggest disagreements politically. <laughs> um, the the person that I probably text the most uh, during a parliamentary recess is a, a Democratic Unionist MP right. in Northern Ireland, Jim Shannon. Um, so you know, Jim is somebody. I, I'm a Scottish nationalist politician. He's a, an Ulster Unionist. <laughs> um, we are not people who would have much no, in common, no. but. <laughs> Every single day of the week, we are here. We'll okay. kind of have an encouraging word for each other. Um, I pray for Jim regularly. Jim prays for me, and you know, I, I think those, those kind of cross-party relationships. Um, it's a shame because I don't think the public see that. They, no. you know, they turn on PMQs. They see this kind of very confrontational chamber. Sure. But actually, some of the most kind of powerful moments that I've had in this place, a lot of it during Brexit, frankly, right. um, were, were praying for and with people who have entirely different views politically. Um, but ultimately on the issue that matters most that is a belief that Jesus Christ is Lord and Saviour we're on the same page okay that's good I wonder how your colleagues would feel about those <laughs> yeah we'll, I, I we'll bet, see if they find their way to this podcast well indeed uh, I'm, I'm sure if I get a phone call from our press office saying that I've given a loopy podcast um, <laughs> but that has been heard by somebody well well, before you get yourself into real trouble we will uh, we will bring this to an end <laughs> thank you very much to those joining us and thank you David Linden Looking forward to catching up with you more as time goes on.